Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we always want to thank Derek, uh, Derek McGarry and State Farm for their sponsorship and all that he does to help promote the Sunday show. So we certainly appreciate uh, all that he does. Um, now we're back. Um, as you know, we were with the ladies of AKA Sorority Incorporated mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about motherhood. And, and now we're going to do a segue in the same type of thing. We talked about the all the hats that mothers wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything that mothers do uh, in order to uh, continue to keep things moving. Joining us now in the studio is Miss Angela Murphy. Um, the Angela Murphy. The Angela Murphy. Yes. yes. Angela yes. for advocacy. Okay. Angela yeah. for advocacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> She's cracking up. <laughs> and Miss Murphy is here to talk to us about um, how. And you know we have you know, mothers deal with uh, a lot of different uh, aspects of, of raising and rearing children. And sometimes, you know, um, we have to deal with uh, uh, children with special needs, uh, autism, and other things like that. So, uh, Miss Murphy is here to have a conversation with us about how to deal with uh, all children that, that have uh, autism. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, uh, many of you out there may know Miss Angela Murphy, the Angela Murphy. Angela wears a lot of hats, meaning, too, she's extremely talented. She's talented in an, in an effort to jump out interdependently of her own. She walks in her own shoes boldly um, as a hairstylist, an advocate, first lady. So as we're talking about honoring mothers here, you know, we've got another jewel in studio. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Angela, go ahead and introduce yourself. You all are too kind. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, I am Angela uh, Pickett Murphy. Um most people know me by Angela Murphy, though. Uh, I am from Texarkana, born mm-hmm. and raised, uh, graduated from Arkansas High, mm-hmm. uh, married my high school sweetheart, uh, Derek Murphy, and we are the parents of three wonderful children, uh, Nicholas McKenzie mm-hmm. and Derek Jr. Um, mm-hmm. My husband pastors the Rose Hill Church of God in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, and I am uh, a hairstylist, a natural hairstylist, and I own Naturally Sweet Hair Boutique, and back in 2014, I started an organization called Moms on a Mission for mm-hmm. Autism Awareness, which okay. is, like LaMoya said, an advocacy group. Okay, good. All right. And so, you know, with all the hats that mothers wear and, um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that uh, when you're dealing with um, children who may have special needs such as autism, that there's a little bit different um a different way that you got to handle it. Although child rearings have some similarities, but there's something more that you have to do mm-hmm. as a mother with uh, an autistic child that help um, continue the growth of that. So, you know, when we when we talk about um, the the hats that mothers wear, tell us a little bit. You know, I'm sure your personal experience. Tell us a little bit. Of what is it like for you to have to? Um, deal with that type of uh, situation and with a child with autism? Well, let me just say that being a mother to me is the best gift, the greatest gift that I have ever been given. And a lot of times when I post pictures of my children, I always talk about how much of a gift uh, it is to be a mother. And so with that, 
um, you have to be a voice and an advocate for your child and especially when you have a child that has special needs and I know we're talking about autism but there are all types of special yes. needs mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. of dyslexia and all right. these different things physical, uh, mm-hmm. physical mm-hmm. all of that and so uh, you really have to be an advocate for your child um, Nicholas's story and most people know it um, you know he was three mm-hmm. and he had the speech of an 18 month old mm-hmm. and so we initially his doctor told me she thought it was autism but you know me I'm like oh no mm-hmm. it's not we'll go mm-hmm. and we'll see and mm-hmm. so we uh, got a speech uh, diagnosis uh, first and then I said well if I just get him in school and get him around some language he will begin to, to pick it up mm-hmm. and he did he went to school uh, we went to Liberty Isle pre-k and he picked up all of this language but there was still a disconnect there as far as communication uh, and so the people who uh, tested him because Liberty Isle has their own autism team they tested him and said when he was in the group that he did everything that everybody was mm-hmm. else was doing but once they pulled him out that's when they could see the difference Mm -hmm. uh, when it wasn't that structure and so we were given that autism diagnosis at the age of three and it was like a I tell people it was like a death sentence to me that's Mm -hmm. that's what it felt like I felt Mm -hmm. like every idea I had for my child had completely gone out the window uh, and I used to pray every day that he would wake up different Mm -hmm. I'd pray every single day Mm -hmm. God just let him wake up normal and God told me just like I'm sitting here talking to you Mm -hmm. that if Nicholas wakes up different then he ceases to be Mm -hmm. Nicholas Mm -hmm. and so from that point I accepted what we had been given Mm -hmm. and then I decided that we were going to have the best life that we possibly could and so we challenged Nicholas to do what he can there's some things that Mm -hmm. he could not do and there's some things even as a 19 year old now that he still struggles with but we just like my other two children we encouraged him to excel Mm -hmm. we had high expectations Mm -hmm. of behavior and all Mm -hmm. of those things and then Mm -hmm. we worked with uh, the school and the community um, together Mm -hmm. so that people would know what a child with autism looks like Mm -hmm. Um, what a child with autism does uh, my assessment of someone with autism was Rain Man Mm -hmm. and I still won't watch the movie to this day Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's all I knew and so autism has this stigma attached to Mm -hmm. it that it doesn't necessarily have to have the the spectrum uh, with autism it's very very broad Mm -hmm. Uh, and so there are some that are you know my son was diagnosed as mild to moderate and then you Mm -hmm. have those that are very severe and have GI and issues. the characteristics are different. You have and some that right. is language impairment, or right. it's fine motor, or it's mm-hmm. gross motor. Now, to be clear, audience, uh, autism is defined as a serious <clears throat> developmental disorder that impairs the ability to communicate and interact. It impacts the nervous system. Treatment can help, but the condition cannot be cured. Now. Autism, we'd like to also emphasize, as Angela is beautifully stating here, is the ability Mm -hmm. to have a lifelong, uh, successful life. The ability. Right. Um, You know, and and Nicholas is a beautiful example of all of the abilities that he can do. And it just, it it further gives a significance that we're all different, Mm -hmm. you know, and in diversified ways, we have our talents and skills. He has a beautiful mother here, her talents and skills. She has walked in her own and we're watching him grow Mm -hmm. the same. Well, and you know what I taught my children, because for a very long time, we never used uh, the word autism Mm -hmm. in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, I 
I have their step children, but we never use it. All I taught them was that all of my children are different. Mm-hmm. And so we never singled out anything uh, about him, even though he did a lot of different things, mm-hmm. especially when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we taught them that everybody's different. God created us all different. We're not meant to be the same. That's correct. And so then as they got older, then we started having the conversations about what made Nicholas mm-hmm. a different. And then it transferred to my children to have my other two children to have a passion um, for students with disabilities, mm-hmm. um, not just not just autism, mm-hmm. but all students with disabilities, because everybody deserves that love and that care um, and that compassion mm-hmm. that comes. They deserve to be treated like a human being mm-hmm. um, because they are human beings. That's and great. so um, now, Mark, who is it? Because and, and to paint this picture for the audience, there are several examples of uh, Hollywood stars yes. that have autism yeah. from the very everyday person walking next to us. So computers, our technology world has been impacted by the high IQ skills, talents and uh, the self Steam of um, I'm losing his name um, not IBM computers audience if you know exactly who I'm talking about before I can recall his name you're welcome to call us 903-794-1047 but there is a significant um, individual that contributed to the computer world that has oh, autism yeah. you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, oh man I can see I know him. if you hadn't yeah. called um, his name but oh, that that's the beauty in the differences and what's presented oftentimes yeah he just recently passed away yes, I know what you're talking yes. about mm-hmm. uh-huh. he sees in pictures right mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It, you know that is the reason why we started the advocacy group uh, years ago and we don't we're not as active as we used to be because our children are older Older. Mm -hmm. and so they have different different needs now but it was to take away the stigma to allow parents to come together with other parents who understood if your child was standing there flapping their hands Mm -hmm. we weren't Mm -hmm. going oh what's wrong with them Mm -hmm. we were Mm -hmm. compassionate and Mm -hmm. understanding and I'll never forget there was this lady in Walmart and I had met her at a support group years and years ago and um, we were in Walmart and I could hear her son screaming Mm -hmm. and so I went and found her Mm -hmm. and talked to her and she would cry and say everybody's staring at me everybody's Mm -hmm. looking at me and Mm -hmm. I said this is who he is Mm -hmm. and the world is gonna have to realize that this is who he is Mm -hmm. and this is how he uh, interacts Mm -hmm. with the world Mm -hmm. and so every time I go to Walmart and I would hear him I would always go and find her and I would tell her about Nicholas and she would always be encouraged by the things that you know uh, we were saying and for a long time there was I don't want to say there was a shame but Mm -hmm. there was a you shouldn't talk about the things that you're going through with your son Mm -hmm. and it was from other people people who I thought would be encouraged by the Mm -hmm. things that I had to say it was like oh I wouldn't share that and for me it was important for people to see that we were living with this Mm -hmm. this wasn't something that we were hiding under a bushel we're living with this Mm -hmm. he has to learn how to interact with the world Mm -hmm. he has to be able in the world with he that's right correct. and so that's mm-hmm. why in our groups we would have the police department out we'd have the fire department out mm-hmm. because they need to know mm-hmm. um, the signs you know if you're talking to someone and they don't necessarily respond mm-hmm. it may be a disability mm-hmm. it's not that they're just ignoring you mm-hmm. or but should someone necessarily have to explain we don't have to explain diabetes right you know or our heart conditions or any of those things now the author that I was trying to mention let me clarify is Steve Jobs Job. mm-hmm. Steve Jobs mm-hmm. And, and you know, even with what we saw on the 
the forefront for him was his skill and his talent. Right. You see? And he was allowed to be a human. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. He didn't enter the room and say, hey, I have autism. You know, and I don't think that you should have to enter the room and say that I have autism. But the way mm-hmm. that I approached it with Nicholas in school was I can't get mad at you about what I didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I approached it with anybody who has interaction with him needs Let to know, know mm-hmm. what is going on with him mm-hmm. and what triggers him and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, now that he's an adult and he's going to school at Texas County College, he doesn't Flourishing have to, great. <laughs> he's doing awesome. He doesn't we don't have to do those things, but mm-hmm. it was it was a partnership between us and, and everybody else mm-hmm. in the country. And I mean it's just like with any other child, you know, when you see him, you're not looking for that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're also, you know, they say you never know who's watching you, whatnot. Um but you know, just to keep an you know, an eye or you say there goes Nicholas because right. Nicholas is a person, right. you know, but it, there goes Nicholas mm-hmm. to find another odd, right. you know. Um, yeah. Angela, Angela, I guess my question for you, and not to interrupt uh, Lamoya, no, but the, to, my question for you is, I can see how patient, patient and compassionate you are, and so I guess how did you deal with some of the difficulties? Because I understand that mm-hmm. you know having a special needs, in particular an, aut- an, an autistic child, and you, your interaction with the outside mm-hmm. world. I mean, at home it could be because you can make the environment mm-hmm. conducive to the learning mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. that you need. But how did you? How did you find the solace in being able to deal with the exterior part of you know uh, outside your mm-hmm. home and you know and not find yourself frustrated because I can see your patience in it so I, I just want to know because see there are a lot of people out there who are probably going through that mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. and they don't know what they, what to do and since you have gone down that road mm-hmm. and this young man is just flourishing he's in college now mm-hmm. and he's doing really great so maybe there's something that you could let them know and say hey this is how I dealt with it outside of my home mm-hmm. you know um, really for us it was a, a situation of breathing and mm-hmm. allowing Nicholas to be Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Now we we had very we were very structured in those things. Even when we would go out, you know, it's like I have three stair steps. So it's like one, two, three. I'm always keeping them together. Mm-hmm. But it was also letting people know what we were going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I've been on. KTOY probably eight times talking Mm -hmm. about autism so a lot of people know us and know him but it was also getting myself uh, around other parents who were going through so I I was never alone in what I was going through I worked Mm -hmm. with the schools and the schools gave information Um, I I tried to I had to be his voice for a very long time because he didn't talk mm-hmm. uh, and we kept him very close to us because he didn't talk and so then as he began to do more he wanted to do more mm-hmm. and so even as a eighth grader he marched with our high school band mm-hmm. um, and it was very scary for me but my husband would always remind me this is what we wanted we wanted him to be able to to do these things mm-hmm. and then in situations where somebody may be mean to him or something happened my husband is like but this is the way of the world right. and so the world is not going to always go the way he wants it to and so mm-hmm. we have to teach him these kinds of lessons mm-hmm. in order for him to be successful mm-hmm. because at his initial art when we got the diagnosis of autism 
my stance was always when he's 18 he got to go like the other ones got to go mm-hmm. too and so now he's the expectation right. yeah. you know and he tells us all the time you know I'm, I'm not going to be here forever I'm and that's out. great that's and, absolutely you know, wonderful so if yeah. someone out there as Mark yeah. was mentioning is struggling or they're not sure because mm-hmm. it has to be a gut mm-hmm. feeling right mm-hmm. um, even as you're you're struggling through the challenge of is this or even the confirmation that it is mm-hmm. um so what are the, what would you recommend if you think mm-hmm. and then on the other side of that as you're challenging with it for yourself and the child what is the support or support groups or how would you connect out mm-hmm. okay so if you think that you were seeing some things I would definitely talk to my child's pediatrician mm-hmm. um, early detection and early diagnosis is crucial mm-hmm. you know I think about sometimes um, Nicholas was probably one and a half two when his doctor first mentioned it to us and we didn't get the diagnosis until three mm-hmm. you know what could in that year in and a half two, or yeah. so mm-hmm. um, to change uh, some things so definitely uh, early diagnosis early detection um I look at it as almost like somebody who's dealing with cancer. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you don't face what you're actually right. going through, you can never get the help for mm-hmm. it. So it is important for us to get People don't like the label and I get it. I didn't like the label either, mm-hmm. but the label got him the help that right. he needed. Right. And right. so mm-hmm. sometimes we have to put our pride aside and what we mm-hmm. felt like our child's life would be mm-hmm. and get the help um, that we need. Now there are several support groups here in Texarkana and it has really flourished here in the last Mm -hmm. last few years and it's so much so that i don't even know all of them um but if you go on facebook and you look up i think it's called autism texarkana yes Mm -hmm. they have a group and they're very very active and they're they're doing things uh, i've talked to a lady a couple times they're doing things to raise money for Mm -hmm. classrooms and they're just out on the ground working yeah they're out on the ground hustling and working to get money raised um for autism and students with autism and this is not something that's going away i was it's not out there, it's increasing actually. i was out there looking up uh, statistics and in in 2000 it was one in every 150 mm-hmm. and then it was one in every 110 when my son was diagnosed it was one in every 68 mm. and now it's one in every 44 mm. so this is not something that is changing or leaving you know i get all asked all the time do you think it's just more kids or and i think the early detection and the more knowledge we have, or even the question of things. what did you do, right? Or how do you become autistic, right? right. You know, yeah. and that's just a part of education, and it's a part of education, and so that's why I really try to just educate people. And you know, everybody is not the severe case, mm-hmm. but there are the severe cases that's where, and those parents need support too. Right. Those parents need help too. I, I've had people, you know, call me. When I was at the school, they would call me. They'd get my information from somebody, and they call, you know, I can't get my child to sleep, or I can't get him to do this. Can you just point us to somebody? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we really do now. We're really pointing um, parents in the direction of different resources. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have the information, then I will go research and find you some information to talk to somebody. I have a friend in um, Camden, Arkansas. She calls herself the Autism Fairy, Aww. and she literally has a parade. She's mm-hmm. done walks. She the past week she had uh, the fire department and they let special needs children come in and tour the fire department and look at the trucks and all the because the kids need to be familiar with authority Mm -hmm. figures they don't Mm -hmm. need to be scared Mm -hmm. and these things so the help is out there Mm -hmm. you just have to do a little research and if you can't find them 
contact somebody and we can get you in touch with somebody to mm-hmm. get you some help but you are not alone mm-hmm. it is not a death mm-hmm. sentence mm-hmm. it is it can be a beautiful walk mm-hmm. um, that you go through together well mom's on a mission mm-hmm. if we want to again this for you the audience to connect design to highlight advocacy in our community in the ways that we can ensure that we have we provide and support the quality of your life um so mom's on a mission Mm -hmm. if we want to connect help you continue to flourish this advocacy piece Mm -hmm. um how can we get in contact with you? So you can look me up on Facebook. It's Moms on a Mission for Autism Awareness, and we call ourselves Mama. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, send a message there. Uh, there are things, we, as we see workshops and different things being mm-hmm. done, we post that kind of stuff all of the time. Um, and then you also can send me a message on Facebook. It's Angela Pickett Murphy uh, on Facebook. And I'm more than happy to talk to people and help you through this process mm-hmm. because it is a process and I don't want anybody to think that I have it all figured out every about three months I have an autism mama cry yeah. mm-hmm. and when I get the crying I wipe my face I get and up and we right push, yep. we push mm-hmm. a little further and I call mm-hmm. um, us autism warriors because we are fighting and striving for our children to have the best life mm-hmm. that they can have now as we uh, on the down end of the show mm-hmm. I have to mention Angela has a daughter that is a student at Prairie View uh, A&M University uh-huh. right now. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us what the significance of her her focal study is right now. Her focal study is communication. Mm-hmm. She's, she's okay. a communication major. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. She is she is loving Prairie View. Mm-hmm. She is a, a huge uh, HBCU mm-hmm. uh, fan, yeah. and she encourages everybody she sees to go to an HBCU. Absolutely. She's doing great, great things. Very exciting to watch her flourish. Um, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see on the broadcast end or uh-huh. whatever end that she does. And Nick, um, out on the, the field, uh, with golf, so oh DJ DJ, yeah. I'm sorry D- yeah, DJ DJ is uh, playing golf. He's he'll be a senior at Liberty Allo next year. Cool. And then Nicholas is of course at TC studying general studies, and we're just doing a class a class or two at a time. We're yeah. letting him take his time, mm-hmm. figure things out because he doesn't have to have it all figured out. And that's right. what I try to tell parents. We try to like plan our kids' lives mm-hmm. out, let them live. I didn't really know what I wanted to do at a nineteen at nineteen either. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with a student with disabilities, it's even it's even more. more of a struggle and so we letting him do a couple class at a time he's taking piano lessons he's flourishing he's mm-hmm. just doing all the things and so we're we're excited about mm-hmm. what the future holds for him well we thank you for coming in and continue to update us and continue to help us educate the community about moms on a mission doing advocacy work love life and beyond all right well because we don't know everything we want to also continue to invite you the audience if you have show ideas and want to come in and chat with us please make sure you do so all right well now on behalf of myself and mark white and all of the great oh we're not ready just yet all right right, we'll be right back though We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm agent Derek McGarry. 
and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Now back to the Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Okay, well, welcome back. Welcome back. And we're having such an interesting and in-depth <laughs> conversation with Miss Angela Murphy. And um, you guys just can't see. Um, I know it's with the radio you can't see, but you can't see the joy and, and the smiles that she has on face. And the compassion, I'm sure you can hear in her voice, um, not just for her own children, but for all children who are going through uh, with this. And I'm finding it quite interesting. And it's got me drawn into it because I'm sitting here listening to it. And, um, you know, thinking that, man, you know, these are things that, you know, people need to know. And, you know, that's why I was asking those questions about, uh, you know, how do you deal with the exterior part of the world that you're dealing with? I know the interior part, you have much control, but, you know, you learn a lot Mm -hmm. by having these conversations with you. And then, um, you know, this is something, you know, we always, uh, Lemoyne and myself, we're always talking about this show is about community, it's for community. Community needs to know this because there are definitely other children other people mm-hmm. in the community who are uh, uh, going through with the same type of diagnosis mm-hmm. and so we need to be mindful of that so when we're in Walmart and we hear this going on Absolutely. we don't think it's always necessary a, a child that's just out unruly mm-hmm. is just a child that is trying to adapt mm-hmm. to the exterior part of it and so we need to have that compassion mm-hmm. too. They're, they're communicating they're right. trying to tell you what makes them uncomfortable. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, to be honest with you, I learned quite a bit uh, having the conversation with you today, and I certainly hope that the audience did as well. Um, and, you know, we can't um, we can't thank you enough thank for, you. Um, you know, coming in. And then I just want, you know, a little tidbit. Miss Murphy was extremely flexible in her schedule in <laughs> coming in today, so we can certainly appreciate her. And not only that, but she has definitely... Um, I'm hoping that she has opened up the eyes. So I know mine's are opening up my eyes uh, for a lot of things. So I, I certainly am glad to be today. Well, so we you. appreciate you. Thank you. Thank for you for having me. I, it is a passion of mine to to bring awareness to to autism. Um, it, it it it's important that we know. It's mm-hmm. important that we know. It's mm-hmm. not going anywhere, and these children are going to be our adults one day. Yes. Uh, and so it's important that we know. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, on behalf of LaMoya Burks and me and all the great, wonderful people here at Texas County Radio Center, we thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you are listening to KTOY 1047, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. In case you want to hear the show again, it'll be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel, 105.9 FM. And podcasts of previous shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. Hey, we need you and your show ideas. If you would like to appear on the Sunday show, please contact me, LaMoya, at 903-244-3997 or... Myself at 903-276-1899. Please continue to keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests a month in advance. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. And we hope you join us again next week for the Sunday show. Have a great week. Bye.
The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. We'll be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997 or Mark White, 903-276-1899.